everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. My name is Dean, and always with me is my co-host, Vincent. Hello. Today we have a very special episode uh, with uh, many minutes to decide on what we were going to do. We decided that this entire episode is going to be covering the plethora of news that has been saturating our inboxes and our Twitter feeds, um, because a lot has happened. Uh... Today is 9-13-2022. September apparently was the month that everybody decided to release everything because uh, the last five days uh, we got news from Disney with Marvel Marvel and Star Wars things. Uh, Also some other stuff like other like actual Disney movies that we're probably going to be talking about. Uh, Nintendo just had their direct today, uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern, with a bunch of stuff revealed in that, and Sony had their state of play today, right? Yes. For a 20-minute state of play, where they revealed a bunch of stuff, too. So, uh, instead of us tackling a topic, uh, we're gonna save some things for next episode and the episodes after, uh, and we're just gonna talk about some, some news, um, we both have the same lists in front of us. Uh, we have an order that we're going to do it. Uh, first we're going to tackle some Disney stuff. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll go into the first thing. So I guess we have, we're having, we have stuff from Marvel, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Avatar, and Pixar. Three of those things I'm interested in. The other two I am not. I'll have you guess which ones. Um... I guess, uh, wait, let's do every other one. Okay. Uh, so I'll do the first one. You do the second one. We'll just switch off and then we'll give opinions in between. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so the first thing, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, is being directed by Ryan Coogler. We've already known this. Uh, they showed an exclusive scene at D23. I think this was a Hall H exclusive thing, but some people got it recorded. Um, yeah, we've we've been getting a lot of stuff for Wakanda Forever. I think this was one of the movies that got its date pushed back, not just because of the death of Chadwick Boseman, uh, but also because of uh, like some production stuff when it came to the pandemic and quarantine. Um, I think on the original timeline, it was supposed to be closer to like the beginning uh, before twenty twenty, or during twenty twenty yeah. before we got uh, before quarantine happened, uh, but. It showed off some of the Dora Milaje. Um, if you forgot like where the end of Black Panther ended, uh, Chadwick Boseman's character T'Challa uh, decided to open the borders uh, to Wakanda and seemingly was going to provide both the medical knowledge, technological advancements, and the supply of vibranium that they're sitting on to the rest of the world. Now, we haven't seen much of this so far in the actual series and movies we've seen uh, since the end of Black Panther. That includes the both of the Avengers movies. Uh, but it is very interesting, especially the state that uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in. I've brought it up on the show before. This is so uncharted. This is so, like such a big uncharted territory like for story reasons um because a lot of this is like 
Endgame was completely, you know, comic-free. Like, they took creative liberties uh, throughout the entire thing. Nothing's based off of a book entirely. Uh, very original. So where they take this in conjunction with that, uh, being the fact that Wakanda in the comics uh, really never uh, lets all of its hand out. It, it helps here and there, but um, they're very much for themselves and uh, keep the world protected, but that's about it. Um, yeah. So it's it'll definitely be interesting. Um, uh, besides the wake of uh, Chadwick Boseman's death, uh, I'm just interested in how everything's going to go. And, you know, we got fish dudes. It's true. And we're also getting, like, at the very least, two huge characters getting added to the MCU with it, with both Namor finally existing, uh, as well as um, Riri. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we are. Um, Ironheart's going to be in the movie. We got to see her for the first time in the trailer. Yeah, it's uh, later on the list with this, her series, but um, we've actually gotten toy leaks uh, where we get a look at her first suit, which is like a prototype suit, uh, and then we get to see yeah. what is seemingly her full Ironheart suit that she's going to be having in the movie too. Um, incredibly exciting. Uh, I was on a boat before that I really didn't like Riri's character, uh, but I've kind of switched sides, um, not for the fact that I think she's a bad character. It's just the way that she was introduced was kind of a odd position. Uh, legacy characters can be done right and wrong, uh, yeah. and I feel like she was done right, but in the wrong time, <laughs> like at the wrong time. Uh, yeah, she was brought in as like. Uh, a successor-like character to Tony Stark in the wake of his quote-unquote quote death uh, in the time of the comics post-Civil War II. Uh, uh, and honestly, I think I was just more hyped that Doctor Doom became Iron Man in that moment uh, and less about a teenage girl becoming Iron Man. Uh, but she's her own character now. She's uh, I don't read champion stuff i think champions got canceled but she's a member of the champions she's her own character she's a she does amazing things and she's definitely not going to have the same relationship she did in the comics with tony stark uh which like he was her ai for a while uh which is kind of creepy um a little bit yeah and namor uh personally uh i love namor He's like the weird C. I, I want to say Namor is like a C-list character in general for Marvel. He is like the second person that they've introduced in their entire like comics like life. Like, uh, like Marvel Comics number one is literally the original Human Torch, uh, Mark Hammond, yeah, and then Namor, uh, fighting Nazis. By the way, uh. Can we say that? You know how people like don't so. say it like in tic- on TikTok and YouTube. Huh, I don't know. We're not gonna do the we'll fig- he who shall we'll- not be named we'll thing. Fi- <laughs> we'll figure it out in post. Um, the but angry I, old German men. But I really love like to- like um, Johnny Johnny Storm's cool in the Fantastic Four and everything. But I really love OG Human Torch and like he has he has a son by the way, not his kid, but like. Uh, uh, someone he raised um mm-hmm. and namor i really love like 
they're they they have a dynamic together and everything like that. And I just think he's cool. He's a cooler Aquaman. I mean, they made Aquaman better, but like when people think of like Aquaman, they think of like weirdly dressed fish guy. When I think of Namor, yeah. I think of shirtless man that can fly. And I can breathe can underwater. Fly? Yeah, so Namor is history factor here. Um, Namor uh, was actually, before he was, he wasn't like, I guess he was like retconned into becoming a mutant, but he was actually the first mutant to ever be introduced because of like his publication. But so he's half Atlantean, right? And he's half human. Well, his, he gained the mutant uh, gene from his human half. uh, And like, if you ever look at Namor, he has like tiny wings on his feet. Uh, that's his mutant ability, is that he can fly because of those things. What? What? Yeah. Aw. Yeah, he can fly. Interesting. Yeah, he can fly, he, he can breathe underwater and swim really fast, and like has increased strength underwater. Yeah. And he has a trident and shit. first and only interaction with Namor so far... Uh, has been inside of the game Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where you yeah. have a whole quest line dealing with saving Atlantis. Yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance one was probably my first exposure to Namor. Definitely not what I remember about him. I definitely remember him more in the comics, where he's trying to take Sue Storm away from Mister Fantastic, uh, and she kind of complies with him because she hates Reed at some, sometimes. But that's like a whole other discussion. Um, but I didn't really understand like Marvel and DC being two different things. I just saw them as comic characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it especially confused me because I didn't understand that somehow Thor was a Marvel character. Um, so I was like, oh, anyone can be in this game. They've just got a lot of characters in the Avengers here. Um, <laughs> so when we went to Atlantis, I was like, oh my God, we're going to see Aquaman. And then I met Neymar. I'm like, you're not Aquaman. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else on this. Really excited for the movie. I uh, can't wait to see when it comes out. Uh, comes out November 11th, so really soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania um, is going to be our first official film for Phase 5. Uh, it's coming out February 17th um, of next year. Mm-hmm. And we got to take a... Um, we got to take a closer look at the movie showed, uh, showing Scott Lang and Hope uh, working with Hank and Janet um, it, alongside Scott's uh, daughter, who's now been recast, correct? Yes, she was actually recast post. Because she's older now. Well, no, 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 no. This is also no. a different actress, I think. So she got recast, like older Cassie Lang got recast because she got older, right? But after yeah. Endgame, I think that actress got recast again. I believe that is correct. Yes. Um, and they're going to be exploring the quantum realm together. Um, uh, Kang is going to be in this movie. We've seen him holding Cassie uh, hostage. Um. 
Bill Murray uh, is going to be Hopefully. in the movie uh, very briefly. And also, um, oh, I'm I'm forgetting his name. Um, the at, He was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. He was the FBI agent who uh, the actor played. Jimmy Wong? Yeah, Jimmy Wong is back. <laughs> Better Jimmy be back. Wong is back. Wait, Jimmy Wong? No, it is not Jimmy Wong. Jimmy Wong is uh, from that's the a Command totally Zone. Different person. <laughs> oh my god, you are on the wrong side of history, my friend. No, it's the guy who played. Um... Yeah, no, he's the. De- yeah. Um, what is it? Ant Man 2. We're just going to look it up Jim right now. From the office. Uh, it is. Jimmy Woo! Jimmy Woo. It, pretty close. Oh, people are going to think I'm racist. I'm Asian people. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, fun fact that I'm a little ashamed of because I know it's a really good movie. I still haven't seen Ant-Man. Oh my, how did you, how did you I'm, watch it? So for those who, uh, don't know. Because uh, I don't know if it's been brought up on the podcast. I am horrible about watching things. I do my best. And when things interest me a lot, I will watch it. But for a big part of the MCU, I have missed it. Um, there's still a huge portion of the MCU that I have not watched yet. I still haven't seen... Uh, the only Thor movie that I have watched to this point is Ragnarok. I have only seen... The only Captain America movie I've seen was uh, Civil War. <laughs> Um, what? I haven't watched the original Ant-Man. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 when it released, but I didn't watch the first one until months later. Fake Marvel fan over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I know you weren't caught up on, like, fa- like current Disney Plus stuff, but, like, oh, man. You missed, like, honestly, I love the Captain America trilogy. Thor kind of lacks in the second movie. But like honestly, I heard the Captain America movies are very, very good. Yeah, no, they are. It is the probably the best trilogy. Uh, more because like it, it the, the third one is very much just an Avengers movie. Um, it does center more around Cap and Bucky and everything like that. But it it's probably the best well told because of its coherent story throughout all of the other movies uh there's a big gripe that i have with tony stark becoming hank pym's character from the comics because after the third movie where he like becomes his own self and he's just like i don't need to be iron man the next movie is literally age of ultron (laughs) so uh kind of reverts his character back to shit i didn't see age of ultron what until okay Two years after watching Civil War. Wow. I watch things horribly out of order. <laughs> yeah, I gosh, you need like a you need a while to like like catch up in order so things make sense. Ah, oh, we're in a new phase, my friend. Nothing <laughs> matters anymore. <laughs> I think everything I am, matters. I am I'm still not up to date with the new phase. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, figure it out. Moving on. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it, interesting stuff with uh, Quantumanium. We 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 already knew like all of this stuff was happening, but uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple of things. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll I'll grab the next two things. Sounds good. Uh, just because this is really small. Uh, One Division yeah. director uh, Matt Shackman uh, was revealed to be helming Fantastic Four, which apparently is going to be opening November eighth, twenty twenty four. They even got the fucking date for it, and I don't even know if this movie's done yet. Um, eagerly, eagerly anticipating uh, a possibly horrible run of the Fantastic Four again. Because if uh, the One Piece live-action movie has made people weary of a big, stretchy boy, uh, Mr. Fantastic does it in spades, and it also scares me. Uh, we also have Rockman. And I don't think Johnny Storm... like Johnny's like fire has never been done wrong. Uh, Susan Vil- Invisibility only gets better with the CGI and like better technology. But Stretchy Man, I don't think will ever look good ever I, I am still having horrible nightmare flashbacks to when he became spaghetti uh, yeah i um i don't know and that also brings up the fact that, that also brings up like who's who's gonna be cast and everything like that um are we gonna keep our current read and like is <laughs> is his is his wife just gonna be uh what's her name uh like his act the actor's actual wife um yeah, I don't I don't know. It's I I'm optimistic about it, but I will not hold my breath if it's bad. Uh next thing, uh Captain America New World Order. Uh so Oh, okay. Yeah, so apparently this movie is going to be about or we're going to have the return of the leader, uh, played by Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, and, you know, it's presumably going to be about Sam Wilson, uh, Joaquin Torres, and Isaiah Bradley. Maybe something with a Bucky, but with what we saw about the next thing we're going to be talking about, probably not. Um... But yeah, apparently that's supposed to be coming out May 3rd, 2024. Um, the first movie that Sam Wilson is going to be heading as Captain America. So that's very exciting. Absolutely. And we also have confirmed that um, Moon Knight and Layla are both going to be in this movie. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we also have confirmation for that. Very interesting. Very cool. I am so excited to see how upset Sam is going to be trying to deal with and understand Moon Knight. I... (laughs) He was already done when Peter was around. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, man. (laughs) Trying to deal with three people <laughs> well four technically in one ay 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 he's, he's gonna, gonna have a migraine he's gonna be like alright I'm done he's just gonna fly away <laughs> absolutely um speaking of Bucky though and why we might not see him it's because 
we have our official lineup for the Thunderbolts. Um, we are going to have Ghost, Red Guardian, uh, the Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster, uh, Yelena, uh, and Black Widow in it. Uh, the new Black Widow, I believe. Uh, Florence um, Pugh? Someone's take. I... Yes? No, she's gonna be... Yeah, no. no she, uh, she's... They're all Widows, but... Uh, I see. Yeah. I have Pugh. not seen the Black Widow... <laughs> oh my gosh. Here we go again. Here we go again. Anyway. Um... But it's going to be directed by Jake Schreier, and it's going to be... We have another release date. They just kept giving us release dates for these things. We're going to get it uh, July 26th of 2024. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, so when this was talked about, I, um, I was very... I, like... Uh, it, when we first were introduced to, uh, what was it? U.S. Agent, right? And we had Ghost already, and we knew Thunderbolt Ross existed, uh, and we eventually were introduced to uh, Yelena. Uh, we already had Bucky and everything like that, eventually Taskmaster. Uh, we didn't even think about Red Guardian being on this, by the way. I was just like, okay, like slowly people were revealed and like as we had like these anti-heroes, not like anti in the sense where like they're anti-heroes, but like the opposite versions of heroes, I was just like, oh, this will be really interesting. Uh, but with William Hurt passing and I I don't know if they, with what they did with uh, T'Challa and probably not going to be recasting him. Uh, that I they're the Thunderbolts mostly because of Thaddeus T. Thunderbolt Ross. Um, it could probably be a team made in his image and his philosophy. Um, it's just uh, a very sad and almost awkward thing to happen post mortem. Uh, not that they can't go through with it, you know. The guy, like, wasn't the entire character. Uh, he didn't own the IP, but uh, I just felt like it was kind of odd. But yeah, yeah, no. Um, so, uh, so we actually we got a small thing. I thought was kind of cute. Um, we got a thing between. Uh, the actors of Kamala Khan, Monica Rambeau, and Carol Danvers uh, showing us stuff for the Marvels. Uh, and it is very it's, very... it's very good to see that everybody has good chemistry. Um, you know, after watching Miss Marvel, uh, I don't... I didn't feel like they did a dishonor to the character. I feel like some things were left out, but... Uh, I definitely think they did the best that they could with what they had, uh, being that you can't take years worth of progress with a character and condense it down to a what seven episode series. Uh, so, 
I'm interested to see what this is all about. Um, and yeah, no. Um, yeah, Brie Larson. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's it for the movies so far. Uh, moving on to yeah. the next bit yeah. of the Marvel Showcase. Next, uh, uh, next half hour. <laughs> some, of our, some of the Disney Plus coming out. Um, kicking us off with it, though, was Werewolf by Night. Holy fucking um, shit. I'm excited MCU about this. Halloween special. I never thought we were going to get this. No. Oh, my God. No. And like We got Moon Knight. We're getting, we were we going Moon to Knight. get Werewolf by Night. It only makes sense. It's true, and I I wonder if Moon Knight's gonna show up in it. No, Although I don't, he, he might. No, he is going to beat the shit out of him, or they're gonna beat the shit out of each other, and he's gonna be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're not Egyptian, um, Concha. You told me it was a dog. Yeah, Anubis, dumbass. Ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, he also um, was like tearing through. Whoever the fuck he was like, some people are saying they're TV agents, but in the trailer he like tears through some guards like effortlessly, like strong boy, ruthless. Probably doesn't know how to control his powers yet, <laughs> or doesn't care. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm so excited. It's it's so it it doesn't feel like a Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's not that's not bad. Well, I feel um, like it, it isn't like a current MCU. Th- it definitely feels Marvel. This is old Marvel. But this is definitely just like comic Marvel, where like Captain America was also a werewolf one time. Yeah, and I mean, like, it. This is just like, it's not even the first because they did have that episode of um. Oh, what was that show called? Uh, what if they did have that episode of what if where they had like the zombies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we also had an official announcement that they are going to be actually officially doing the Marvel zombies IP. Um, yes. So like, this is, if, if other people are like shocked by this and appalled, like I, we've got it's, a lot more it's ahead also of us it's like, gonna go even harder it's also like the halloween special remember that time there was the halloween special for power rangers and they kind of did the same thing but they kept it tame yeah yeah like it's i it, don't think they're gonna be doing that with this though we saw a guy getting stabbed repeatedly with spears in the trailer yeah and he kind of did tor- tear people in half but you know disney Disney has that nice PG thirteen borderline kind of borderline R rating. Yeah, he's probably alive. They just gotta. He's like a Lego brick. They just gotta put him back together. He's just sleeping. Yeah, he's just sleeping forever. Um, we already talked about this a little bit. Ironheart with her series. It's gonna be debuting next year. Uh, apparently, Parker Robbins uh, slash the Hood is going to be introduced in it. Uh, I, I love have, Oliver Queen. I have no idea. Who the heck is the hood? Oh, it's, it's her, this guy. It's her first ever villain. It's I this think. guy. No, he's, he's like goofy. This, he's the magical guy. He yeah, yeah. It's it'll be interesting. I don't remember this guy. I think he's like he gets possessed by a hood and he gives him Glocks and he has to kill people or else he dies or something like that. Um, yeah, that's about right. Played by Anthony Ramos, good actor. So hopefully it'll be good. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, uh, next on the list. We've got Secret Invasion. We finally have a trailer for it. This is going to be our first time see actually seeing Nick Fury since... <laughs> since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Debatably, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I debate that the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon due to the fact that like we don't... like We... Like, everything up to that point could definitely happen post-Avengers. Uh, but everything after that, it's definitely, like, its own type of thing. Uh, but if, if it's not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's definitely the first time we've seen him since the end of the first Avengers movie. Um, it's interesting. I think it's more interesting because, like, what is it? We, we get... We get this, right? And... Like, we've, we kind of already did some scroll things, right? Yeah. We already kind of the did scrolls some... scrolls have been around. Yeah, scrolls have been around. And, like, that's, like, the whole thing about it all. Is that Secret Invasion is the fact that scrolls have been invading for a long time. The whole, like, thing about it in the comics is that scrolls are actu were actually around since, like, the 80s in comics. <laughs> And, like, <laughs> characters that you knew were actually just fucking scrolls. Uh, so none of them it's actually so had cool. history. <laughs> it's kind of it's jarring. I felt like I was an amnesiac trying to find my past memories. Because, like, half of half of Spider-Woman's character is just a scroll. Just a scroll. And, like, you're just like, well, where... Who is Jessica? Who is... Uh, fuck it, what's her name? Jessica... Uh, fucking Jessica it's not Drew. Jessica, Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. It's like, who the fuck is Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman? And then, you know, some things also get talked about and everything. I do think it'll be fun. It's just, I feel like Secret Invasion should have been done sooner. <laughs> but who am I to judge? Uh, morally, because I thought that all the scrolls were going to be good. But of course, that's not how it works. Do you think we're going to see Super Scroll? No. Because we don't have the Fantastic Four. Hmm. Now, we did in Secret After Invasion. Credit scene? Maybe. Actually, no, it's maybe. not going to be uh, because of the next thing that we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, I. um. I, I want to say that, like, okay, because in, in the Secret Invasion comic, like, when the scrolls just said fuck it and just started invading, they actually had a plethora of super scrolls, right? That yeah. combined different power sets together, which some scrolls, you know, they, like, like the one scroll that was revealed to be Thor, was, or the, the Thor, Thor that was revealed to be a scroll, um, was just like a scroll and he uh, he used he had like technology that gave him power like the hammer gave him flight and he gained the power to he gained super like the scrolls experimented super on strength him from the belt right was it his belt or I thought it was a lot of the scrolls were just genetic experiments uh, so like I'm, 
I might be remembering the Ultimates thing. Yes, there was, I think so. Actually, that is exactly what it was because the, in the Ultimates, they were like, oh, Thor is a fake. His belt is what gives him his strength, and he's uh, actually a mental patient. Yeah, no, that. That's definitely Ultimate Thor. Um, but it was funny as fuck because like, Thor got struck by lightning, and then like he fucking fell on the ground, and everybody's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and that was the start of Secret Invasion. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting. Uh, next, Armor Wars apparently taking off right after where Secret Invasion left off with Rhodey getting War Machine suits. I'm really interested because Armor Wars. I'm really excited about Armor Wars because it was <laughs> it was an most of early Iron Man in the comics was literally just people stealing his technology and using it against him. So the culmination of Armor Wars was just the last, was like the first 10, five or 10 years of like Tony Stark's character and people trying to steal assets of Stark Industries. Uh, now that Tony is dead in the MCU, uh, definitely free game for everybody. Uh, if people weren't already trying to do that in his first three movies to begin with. Um, I do think it's interesting because of what happened after No Way Home. The Stark, Industri- Stark Industries got like audited by the IRS or something like that, uh, and like the National Defense Force had to go in there and like confiscate shit because like being related to Spider Man and stuff, or being related to Mysterio because of Spider Man and all that. How all of that works now that Peter is erased from everything, who knows? Uh, but I'm interested because like Rhodey will be in this, obviously. Uh, Riri will be in this, obviously. Possible. Yeah. Who, who's not dead? <laughs> St- uh, Peter? St- Stain is dead. Uh, all three of the villains from the past movies, except the dude who played the Mandarin, uh, the actor who played the Mandarin, uh, is dead. Um, Wait, the uh, actor that played the Mandarin is dead? The, the guy who played the Mandarin's actor. The third one? Oh. Yeah. Did you did you not watch Iron Man three? No, no, no. I did. I did. Okay. I did. The guy. I know got, what you mean. Yeah. The guy at the end. He showed up in Shang Chi. Remember? Yeah. Um, he's alive. Uh, technically antagonist. Uh, but I mean Pepper. I don't think they're gonna bring back the girl who played like the daughter. They're probably not gonna bring Peter, but he does have the Iron Spider suit still. Okay, so my thing is the reason he doesn't use that or any of the other tar- Stark tech is because they don't recognize. So I forget what they article don't I read. Him. Yeah, what I forgot what article that I read is that like Peter wasn't just erased from like people's memories and everything. When Strange cast that spell, he was erased in general, like his existence. So Peter probably had to make a new identity. That's why he probably had to go. That's why he took the GED was because he got wiped from like computer bases yeah yeah like no one knew who he was so if he tried to put on the iron spider suit they'd probably be like fucking self-destruct restraining time to kill whoever's in the suit uh because it doesn't recognize him anymore whatever biometrics he had in there is gone so that's true he probably uh personally i would just part it out and try and make my own shit out of it but that's just me uh since he had like two or three suits he made on his own or two or three stark suits um yeah so or i guess two because like the one got no no, three yeah 
yes. Anyway, um, I like it, he might come in. It'd be cool if Tom Holland was in there because like he could yeah. be doing everything from the side. It's just like, why do you care about this? And he's just like, you'll never know why. <laughs> I mean, it'll bring up like the I see him everywhere all the time type thing. But like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, enough, enough talking about that. <laughs> can, can imagine Riri taking her like first flight or showing up on the news for the first time and Peter like, no. <laughs> like no. swinging over and like tries to knock her out. How dare you stand raised? <laughs> Every time I see you, I see him instead. Oh God. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also got a look at Loki season two, uh, which is hitting Disney Plus uh, next year. Uh, in the summer um, and uh, we got to see that uh, oh my god I can't pronounce his name properly uh, Ki Hui Kwan, uh, Kwan I think, mm-hmm. um, who's short round in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom is going to be well and uh, women weighing in everywhere uh, everything everywhere all at once is going to be in the cast he, uh, which is super exciting. I love him. I've, I think he was at the Emmys and he saw he saw Harrison Ford for the first time in like 20 years. They reunited on the D23 stage because the yeah. uh, uh, spoiler for later, they talked about Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. Which I thought the last one was supposed to be the last one. but I did too. Because <laughs> that's definitely what they said. But, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got uh, well, we didn't get a trailer, but they got a trailer, um, to sh- uh, that potentially hinted that the show is going to be taking place over several time periods, um, in the wake of the season one finale. Yeah, which it'll be interesting. Honestly, people thought Loki was like the best one, but honestly, it's the one that I think about the least now. When I think about the older shows. Might be because of relevancy. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Fucking Loki wants to fuck himself from another reality or some shit. I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, That was kind of weird. Yeah. So yeah, that's that'll be interesting. I'm just more. I we'll see when it comes out. See when it comes out. Um, last few things. Um. So the <laughs> So uh they got there was an exclusive trailer for Echo which is going to be uh, streaming soon. Um So apparently it has this is going to be post everything in Hawkeye. Uh apparently Wilson Fisk was wearing an eye patch in it. Uh and yeah, apparently had uh, images of Native Americans, uh, quote unquote, striking Native American imagery uh, within the trailer. Uh, definitely interested in it. Echo's a really cool character, um, and yeah, I want to see. Let's see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, we're in a. We're gonna we're gonna bridge this a little bit. We're gonna get through the Star Wars stuff, and I think we're gonna move on to like 
the video Absolutely. game news. I agree. Oh, actually, um, actually, we have one more very important thing to talk about before we move on to Star Wars, though. Uh, do you want to do Star Wars in? Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but after Star Wars, we have one thing we're going to talk about because it is uh, an amazing thing. Uh, Absolutely. And then we will move on to everything else. Yeah. Go ahead. So, first off for the Star Wars rundown. Uh, we got our first trailer at uh, of Mandalorian Season 3. Surprise, surprise. Who would have guessed that we would have gotten Season 3? Oh, um, wait, wait, wait. Star Wars. We have one more thing. Oh, Wait. Oh, I'm stupid. I literally pointed this out. Daredevil has been <laughs> born again through the credits of me trying to talk about The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, it's getting an 18-episode Disney Plus series, which I think is the longest Disney Plus series at this point. Um, it's going to start shooting next year. Uh, so we don't have an official trailer yet, although we did get to see a look at what Daredevil's going to look like in uh, from like an upcoming episode of She-Hulk. He's going to be doing his classic like brown and yellow costume, um, which I mean, a lot of people like. I I like the red one more personally. Um, I I like Ronald McDonald Daredevil. Looks cool. Um. But like I'm, I'm super excited. I Daredevil's always been a really cool character to me. I've um, through the comics that I've read of him uh, and the crossovers that he's had. He's had like s- the most crossovers that I can think of with two of my favorite Marvel characters, uh, being Sp- Spider Man. And Deadpool. He has a lot of crossovers with Deadpool, which I find very fun. Um, yeah, he's a, he's definitely a mainstay. When I think of Marvel, I definitely think about a couple characters, and then I think about Daredevil because, like, he was the lo- he was the Fantastic Four's lawyer. He was like really close with Black Panther. You know, he's down the street from Spider Man. <laughs> Um, there was that time that Iron Man was evil and then he gave him his eyesight back just to spite him. Go look it up. Um, yeah. He's blind, but he's not really blind. He wore that shirt that one time that said, I'm Daredevil. Yeah. He went fighting with Deadpool and <laughs> my one of my favorite things that I from comics that I read with them interacting, they were like working together on like stopping a bank heist or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, t- and daredevil was like, all right, rubber bullets. Right. And he's like, of course. And he starts shooting people and daredevil's like, I swear to God, I can hear their hearts not beating anymore. Stop. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, and also, um charlie cox has said that um this is not season five yes Uh, so this is going to be like a proper start for him i take it yes he's being born again (laughs) into into disney um next i honestly 
we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some of this like bundled together. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, because we are already <laughs> pretty, we're like 50 minutes in. So uh, we will talk about, okay, Mandalorian Season 3. Um, if you remember the end of Mandalorian Season 2, or <laughs> Mandalorian Season 2 and a half, fucking uh, the Book, Book of Boba Fett. Fett. <laughs> um, uh, Grogu chose to go with Mando, and uh, he, what was it, uh, in the trailer... We're going to Mandalore. Yeah, they're they're going to Mandalore. Um, yeah, and he also states that he's not a Mandalorian anymore. So how that it goes with his like quarrels and ideals and everything like that will be interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Just a brief <laughs> brief talk about it. I'm excited. I love the Mandalorian. I love what they're doing with modern Star Wars things. So makes uh, me really happy. Yeah. Um, well, on the other hand of that, uh, I really don't care about Andor. Um, that's Andor? A, yeah, I really don't care about that. I, I don't either. It makes me really sad because Andor is like... Rogue One's one of my favorite movies from for Star Wars. Well, we're just it, getting, it might be my favorite. Uh, all of the continually creating Star Wars content is just them answering questions that people have, have been asking for the last 20 plus years. Like, okay, What's ha- the Kessel Run? Yeah, <laughs> How do how did they know how do they get the blueprints to the Death Star? Like uh Yeah. To be fair though, that that one led to a very, very good movie. Yes, no. That it definitely did. It's just they definitely are just answering some questions. Um yeah. I can't wait for them to finally be like, all right, we reached the bottom of the jar. We have to answer where Jar Jar is. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh we'll be talking about this in like a second. Uh, actually, it's the next thing. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they talk about like how Ahsoka survived Vader in Rebels. Um, yeah, uh, Ahsoka, a, a upcoming live action movie with Rosaria Dawson. Uh, yeah, Tra- yeah, coming in twenty twenty three. Woo! I, I'm actually excited for that. I just want to get through I, this. I love Ahsoka. Um. Yeah, one of my favorite characters in Star Wars, period. Um, her growth, her story. Uh, the last... <laughs> I can't say the last episode of the last season of Clone Wars, because there was the last season, and then there was the last season, and then there was like the actual last season. Yeah. Um, in a seasons of the Clone Wars. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, Bad Batch know. Season 2 uh, is going to be... S- coming out uh january 4th in 2023 uh with the first two episodes releasing on that day very fun i've heard really good things about bad batch i can't wait to watch it at some point um tales of the jedi uh which is sort of in line with what you were talking about earlier with them answering just random questions is going to be a series about ahsoka and and count dooku as a jedi which, you know, that's going to be pretty cool. Hopefully um, not at the same time. Yeah. Um, um, it, I, I, I very... This is in the st- art style of the Clone Wars, so I, that'll be fun. Um, it feels weird seeing young Dooku, right? Yeah. The way that I always thought about it is Dooku, when he was on the council... He kind of just looked the same. 
uh, he just chose darker clothing after he switched sides. <laughs> like, yeah, I never thought about young Count Dooku or young. I don't like yeah. that he has color in his hair. Yeah, it's a weird gripe to have, but I just don't like it. Yeah, it definitely makes him look like a totally different character. Um, and interestingly, oh, we got a enough, baby it, TV show announced. Uh, before we move on, interestingly oh. enough, he still has the curved hilt. Yeah, which, yeah, no, it is it is interesting that he had that when he was a part of the Jedi. I thought that well, it's just interesting because this may be legend stuff at this point, but like you know. Standard traditional Jedi, like, you know, colors here, there, but usually you didn't have too much of a different uh, actual design for your saber, just like, besides, like, oh, it, it, like, mine's made of wood, like that one Wookiee, uh, yeah. and stuff like that, or like, you know, the, the different metals. Stuff like that, slight design changes, completely different hilt. I thought that was something in Legends that he made it like that when he switched over to the dark side, but I could be wrong. Definitely thought that was something else, but uh, yeah, no, young young Jedi adventures, preschooler things set in the High Republic era. This is not what I, I expected for High Republic era. I content. am. So excited and so happy that they are releasing something that I will not feel bad for skipping. Um, yes. Because this show, it looks like it was made for preschoolers, and in fact it was. Um, which is sad because it's set during the High Republic, which we've not actually like seen via the via TV series yet. But that's okay because also we have some news about Star Wars Acolyte, the series, which is going to be set during the High Republic. Yes. And also we found out that um, they have picked up the lead actor for Squid Game to be a part of Acolyte. <laughs> Lee Jung Jae is going to be in Acolyte. I am so excited. I'm so happy for him. Uh, for those who didn't see in the news, he won an Emmy for uh, his acting in Squid Game. Much deserved. He's a fantastic actor. Yes. Um, I'm just going to shotgun some of this stuff off. Uh, read more about it. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully <laughs> viewers won't care. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 apparently is happening. Woo. Uh, other Disney things. Little Mermaid looks cool. Another live action adaptation of an animated thing. Hocus Pocus 2. Talked about it before. Don't really care too much about it. Probably going to have to watch it with somebody else. Um, Mufasa the Lion King prequel. Okay, who cares? Uh, Disenchanted, which is apparently a sequel to Enchanted with Amy Adams. That is one of my favorite uh and uh favorite underrated disney movies it's oh. it was such a fun movie uh and i'm so excited that there's going to be a sequel for it i really hope they don't mess it up that'll be on no november 24th november 16th two episode premiere date mini series eight uh mini mini fucking movie thing we're getting the santa clauses <laughs> which is a sequel to the movie thing. trilogy with tim allen amazing um, last, uh, I think, uh, you can take the reins on this because this is your, this is your baby. We finally got a trailer for Percy Jackson and the Olympians. It's not, it's not the longest of a trailer. It's really more of like a teaser for it. Um, and it says that it'll hit the streaming service of Disney plus soon, which, you know, it could it gets mean released anything. on my birthday. 
Oh, never mind. That's something else. That's national treasure <laughs> shit. Never mind. Uh, yeah, it's and but like out. everything looks super good. It makes me so happy that everyone's actually wearing the Camp Half Blood T-shirts. That bright orange looks so good. Um, we don't really get to see uh, a close up of Percy, but um, it it looks just like how I how I imagined him looking as a kid. Uh, slightly different hair color, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really mess with it or worry about it. This they're working directly with Rick Riordan on this one, unlike the movies. So this this I oh, please don't mess it up, Disney. Quick question because I do not know a lot about Percy Jackson. Yeah. Is it okay, Camp Half Blood is where the halflings go to like live slash try to survive, right? Is that is that about right? Yes. Okay. Um but though so, and they live uh, in the house of their god parent, right? Yeah, it's it's broken up into like units, you know, has like summer camps and sleepaway camps would be. Yeah. There's uh Aphro- at the house of Poseidon and stuff. Aphrodite, Aphrodite has like the largest house. Festus. Um yes. And then Demeter's house is almost always empty because Demeter doesn't uh that's Artemis. Um yes. This um, is Artemis and I'm speaking of not Demeter. Artemis doesn't actually have any children but like um at camp half-blood was this started by the gods or was this started by the half this was started by um by the centaur charon who was um the original trainer for hercules um okay so this is really a summer camp. Some of the campers do stay there year round because they don't have a place to go back to. But a big thing for Camp Half-Blood and why it exists is it's a training ground to be able to make sure that these Half-Bloods can protect themselves in uh, in their adult life as well as control any crazy powers that they may or may not develop. Yeah. Um, My thing is... <laughs> Every was every house made by just people, or was it? My understanding was that the the houses of each god were supposed to be created by the children of them. Or am um, I? Am I? Is that not what happened? It's it's where the children stay. But who uh, makes I don't know the if houses? You made, probably a um. Probably some kids from House Hephaestus, if I'm going to be real. Because, um, I'm going to be honest, I, I was under the assumption it was, like, the the children, like, created it. And, like, over the generations, they just made it bigger to house more kids, like their siblings. Because when I saw Percy's in this trailer, comparison to the movie, you know, I was like, it's it, that's pretty. Isn't Poseidon only supposed to have Percy? Well, that's the thing. So, like, the big three were in in Percy Jackson lore were sworn off from having children because every time they had a child, um, it was like a god. They would was... end up fighting, and basically, nuclear war would happen. They're the yeah. reason why world wars happened. Um, but, so but, they but were like, "Hey, happened. let's not bang people anymore." This is after Hercules. Um, but didn't but Hades had a kid, right? They all 
had kids. They all broke this rule. And one of the things that Percy did was made them say no more to this rule. And they're like, okay, I'll bang some more humans. Because um, Percy's Poseidon's only kid. So I was just like, why does he have this grandiose house? No. It's just this motherfucker. So they have more kids. A lot more kids. Oh, well, like Scylla? <laughs> um, it's a big thing for it as well, and I'm sure we'll see it, is that at a certain age, and this is when they go to Camp Half-Blood, the kids will realize and become marked and realize who their parents are usually. Uh, this usually will happen at the camp uh, and the introduction for the camp. Uh, none of the campers necessarily know who they are or who uh, what house they belong to. So they usually get thrown into um, the Hermes cabin uh, because that's where all the degenerates go. <laughs> and we see them like get once they like hit, like show off like major bits of their power or something sort of like sky high. Um, the hero, they the get, hero like, program. Giant, they, yeah, they get kind of like shining emblems that appear above their heads of, of their God. Um, or sometimes they get like full makeovers and different costumes. Like a girl who was a daughter of Aphrodite suddenly, uh, got giant silk robes and long luscious hair and makeup after yelling really loud at somebody who was trying to steal her boyfriend. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's very fun. I'm very excited. I, I'm excited because I want to learn more about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, oof, crunch time here. <laughs> Unless you guys want a long episode. Um, we could save the other bits for a part two. We could save the other bits Ooh. for a part two. That'd be weird. Um... um but if you want to talk about your birthday real quick, National Treasure, Edge of History. Is <laughs> no, on it. no, we don't care. We don't oh. care about that. Um, we, 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 we. Uh, no, no. Actually, no. We'll, we'll, we'll finish this. We'll, there'll, there'll be a surprise. There'll be a little surprise. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to the Nintendo Direct news that we got. Um, there's not a whole lot that I care about in here. Uh, oh, actually, fuck, I just saw something I'm really excited about. Uh, but you can start it <laughs> off. All right, let's start us off with um, a game that I didn't even realize got announced seven months prior. Um, there is a new game from the... Uh, from Spike Chunsoft Games, the creators of the Danganronpa series, called uh, Master Detective Archives Rain Code, which is going to be coming out uh, in spring of next year. It's going to be uh, seemingly from the gameplay that we got to see, uh, it's going to be like Danganronpa, except you're playing as a group, uh, you're playing as a detective who works out of a uh, detective agency with a bunch of others, and you're going to be solving murders and other cases catching the villains in lies uh you have a um you have a special companion who takes you into like these labyrinth dungeons to solve the case and there seems to be a lot of uh Danganronpa inspired sub games inside of there and for the first time in a 
Dongan in the Danganronpa series outside of one spin-off game, you're going to be in third person actually um actually seeing and controlling the character, not just have it be um sort of a sort of 2D sprites in a 3D world. Hmm. Um I I think I'm looking at a different list than you. Maybe. Right. <laughs> it's in the smaller bits of news, but this is something that I truly cared about. Oh, Another okay. awesome thing <laughs> okay. that they announced was uh, a bunch of, of new Nintendo 64 games that are going to be coming to the Switch uh, via the Nintendo 64 Expansion Pass. Okay. Um, we're getting Mario Parties 1 through 3, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, uh, and uh, GoldenEye 007 with online multiplayer. Now, before we get too excited about this, remember if you if you pay for this, it's like sixty bucks a month uh, yeah, for like the expansion kind of pass. Um, I'm not saying uh, a lot of these can be emulated, but we'll see. We'll see what can be available. Uh, more interested to see if they put stuff like Melee on here uh, or some other 64 games that are kind of obscure. Um, Nintendo, this is the thing. I was Nintendo Switch Sports is getting golf this holiday season. I was so excited when I saw this. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can it's, play golf!" It's cool that they're that they seem to be just adopting this whole like free DLC updates. Um, yeah, we'll see how long scheme. that lasts because <laughs> we have. We have three current games that are out right now that are doing that, that are Nintendo properties alone. Yeah. Uh, we have the Nintendo Switch Sports. Um, we have the the Mario Soccer game mm -hmm. um, that also had DLC announced today. We're getting uh, two new characters as well as a new stage. We're getting Diddy Kong as well as Pauline, which is sick. I love that they're still caring about Pauline. Um. Uh, and then, oh, what was the other game that was um getting this? Xenoblade. Oh, no. Xenoblade. No, Xenoblade. That, that's part of the expansion no, pass. It's not Xenoblade. Don't you put words in my mouth? Oh, uh, Myro Strikers. That's getting free DLC. That is the soccer game. Yeah. Uh, Splatoon. Splatoon Three is getting DLC as well. That is free. Oh, yeah, the first Splatfest. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fun. Um, more courses will be added to Mario Kart Deluxe's or Mario Kart 8's uh, tour. Uh, I guess some DS courses. That looks kind of interesting. Uh, I want to get into one of the big ones. Bayonetta 3. I am extremely excited about Bayonetta 3. Uh, it'll be out next month, October 28th. I love the first two games. I, I was utterly flabbergasted when I saw that she was uh, in Smash or when her DLC was announced. I am I am a fan. I am an excited fan. Um, I she own looks the awesome. second one. I mm -hmm. have not played it yet. Um, but I, I um, ahead of this direct because i was hoping they would show off a trailer 
I had reinstalled one so that I can play through it again to refresh myself and finally play through two in preparation. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for Bayonetta to be shown off. Yeah, it's, uh, there was actually a gameplay trailer shown, uh, after the Yeah, so. I forgot to watch that. I'm, I'll definitely have to watch that later. Yeah, definitely, definitely excited about all this. Um, next, I guess that we have, uh, I don't know if you want to grab one of the bigger ones. No one cares something. about Octopath Traveler, so we're going to talk about Kirby's Return to Dreamland. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I love Kirby so much. I He's so cute. He's so fun. All the Kirby games that I have played have just been fun. Not necessarily amazing, but they've just been fun, and that's all a game has to be for me. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that we're getting this uh, on the Switch uh, with all the mini games uh new new uh kirby transformations like they showed off the mech one which looks obscenely broken melee as well as long range that's all kirby really needs to be able to exist mm -hmm. on screen um i'm so so excited for it uh and this is going to be a perfect excuse to get my little sister into kirby yeah it's uh definitely exciting it, this is uh a redo slash expansion esque thing uh, of the 2011 release on the Wii, uh, Return to Dreamland. Uh, it kind of shook me that this was getting released. I was just like, "Oh, I thought this was already released," but the name sounded new, and I was just like, "Oh, it's because it did." Um, <laughs> yeah, big Kirby fan here too. Uh, first Kirby game we'll have that's a side scroller since the 3D one that was originally released. So. Uh, back to the formula, I guess. Uh, next is the new Fire Emblem game. Are you a Fire Emblem fan? I don't think I know this about you. I, I've played a couple, and I've never really been gripped by one. This one, though, this one might have me. Yeah, it from the trailer, everything looks really interesting. Uh protagonist uh looks like a vtuber apparently designed by a vtuber artist uh interesting <laughs> designs um is apparently a descendant is is a dragon himself uh the story revolves around these emblem rings which apparently uh seal away the power of past protagonists that we've had and past characters i'm guessing you'll have to match up uh the rings with the correct class uh in order to use their power uh, definitely really interesting. Uh, seems like there's going to be a lot of customization uh, in this game uh, with the way that it works. Uh, definitely, definitely exciting. They're also bringing back Marth. Yeah, all these previous characters, which probably will be Marth, Ike, like a bunch of people um, from what we saw with the trailer. Uh, but we'll see January 20th uh, because that's when it's going to be releasing. So... We'll be seeing this monochrome, dual-headed, two different eye-colored protagonists soon. Um, yeah, Pikmin 4. Uh, that's all. Pikmin 4. Uh, and the last one... Uh, we... Actually, probably the biggest thing from this conference, and also on screen for the shortest amount of time. The sequel to the critically acclaimed Nintendo IP Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, will be out next 
year, May 12th, 2023. We got a trailer of it. Uh, doesn't show us too much, but shows us a lot more than what we've been, uh, than what we were given in the last six months. Um, so interesting. Uh, Link's riding a stone bird. Uh, you're jumping off of Hyrule from the sky like you're landing in Tomato Town or something. You have an elevator? Yeah. There's some kind of elevator power? I'm I'm so excited to mess around in this sandbox. It, in just the fact that they're giving us another sandbox Zelda game like they uh like they did with the first one in this series, I am I I can't wait to just see all of the really goofy things that people can do with the engine. Yeah, I I really like the way that they're taking it, but at the same time, I I, don't know, I I might miss some of the other things that they had with the older Zelda games. But no, definitely exciting. Yeah. Uh, interested on what they're going to keep and what they're going to take away from Breath of the Wild. What stuff is going to stick and what stuff didn't necessarily intrigue people enough to keep until the next game. Because uh, it looks like it's going to be uh, maybe in the same engine. So, yeah. And. I- did you see that Link's hair when he's like climbing uh in one of the shots? His hair looks longer and not in the normal hairstyle that all the others were. I'm wondering if we're gonna get different hairstyles for Link this time. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. That'd be cool. There might be like a lot more customization that wasn't that I mean, it was partially present in the previous one. And honestly, I was fine with that just being what it was going forward. But, like, maybe we'll get more. Maybe yeah. we can give him a beard. Yeah. Oh, dad Link. Dad um, Link. And Link to the dad. I will let you fully commit to the PlayStation state of play, and I will give right. my opinions. All right. So, in stark contrast to the Nintendo Direct... Not a lot was shown off for the state of play. I'm going to be completely honest. We got a trailer for Tekken 8 um, and semi-gameplay for it, um, which transitioned very smoothly out of cutscene. I've never necessarily been the biggest Tekken fan, but there is one thing that I've always associated with Tekken, and I'm sure they're going to continue it um, in this game, but I, I find it very interesting that in the trailer... It seemed like a completely normal fighting game. <laughs> there was there was no moving around a 3D arena. Oh. There was no circling around. They were just street fightering it. Yeah. Albeit that might have just been the cinematic thing that they were going for for the trailer, which is perfectly fine. But if they're going to do that for Tekken 8, then that's going to like mess up every single other Tekken player that has devoted their time to learning how to play these games. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a change. It uh I I highly doubt that they're going to do that, but it's I just find it weird that they didn't even like try to show that off in the trailer. Yeah, it might it might just be like the trailer thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we got a, we got a couple good. new PlayStation VR games. <laughs> this this will be the, my ent- Tekken Eight will be my entry point, so I can play Kazuya because I know his all of his inputs just because of Smash. I've only played Seven, and I play Panda. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> Panda, really? Um, 
We got a couple new PlayStation VR 2 games announced. Unfortunately, we still don't have any more words on um, PlayStation VR 2. Uh, which is what I care about more than the game, the than these games for it so far. But we got uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition, ooh, uh, for ooh. the PlayStation VR two. Star Wars VR games that'll always be fun. Getting to walk around what seems like the area that they created for, um, for the like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge um, bit in Disney seems pretty nice, and it'll be a a good way for people to experience that if that is the case um experience it without having to go to disney and and worry about the cost for it or worry about covid or any other diseases or anything like that mm -hmm. um which is always nice um demio is a new game that they announced uh which seems like a weird immersive dice rolling dungeon dungeons and dragons vr game um they showed off that Hogwarts Legacy is going to be getting PlayStation a PlayStation exclusive quest. So, uh, for all of you uh, Harry Potter fans who uh, don't have a P PlayStation Five but want to experience everything for this game, I am sorry. Go buy one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You have to make the sacrifice. Also, as a heads up for anyone that is excited for the game, like I am, um, you can currently. Uh, link your Warner Brothers account to your Pottermore account so you can have your house locked and loaded uh, right when the game comes out. And this will also give you some uh, pre-registration bonuses for uh, house-specific robes, mm -hmm. uh, which will be nice to see in the game. Uh, Yakuza's Ishin, um, Like a Dragon Ishin is its official title is getting uh, a release for the first time in the West. It's been out in Japan for a very long time, and it's getting completely remade and redone for the PS4 and PS5 in the Like a Dragon engine. Uh, mm. It's it's similar to Yakuza, um, at the very least by, gra by a graphic standpoint, and takes place in feudal Japan and follows two... Uh, actual like notable people in Jap uh, Japanese history. I don't remember their names, uh, so I'm not going to try to be uh, racist and say them. Um, but uh, it seems interesting. I've I've been a big fan of the Yakuza series for the longest time, so like any game that they make, I'll give it a shot. Um, we got a bunch of RPG announcements that I can't really get into because we are crunching on time. Uh, but uh, a very, very important thing to me was shown off, given a new trailer today, and I almost broke my phone while watching the live stream because they pranked us. Um, at the end of the state of play, they said, we have one more trailer to show you. And the God of War music started playing. I was like, oh, heck yes, a new trailer. Uh, we're two months away from the game coming out. I am so ready for this. And it was a trailer for a dual sense controller. <laughs> I almost lost it. But it and then it faded cool. to black and started playing a new trailer for God of War. I was like, <laughs> Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, but the dual sense controller is styled and made specifically to look, um, 
in reference to God of War. Uh, not necessarily like nice hues of brown and oak wood, like the handle for the Leviathan axe, but more to do with um, uh, Norse art depictions of a bear and a wolf representing Kratos and uh, his son Atreus. <laughs> um, the controller looks really nice, and it's going to be released right along God of War when it releases in November. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It was I'm a excited. lot shorter of uh, of a conference. It was only 20 minutes long, so. Yeah, and opposed to the hour conference that Nintendo had? Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. Not as much. Definitely all exciting things. Uh, yeah, Nintendo definitely had a lot more. But Nintendo also has, like, a bunch of fluff, like... <laughs> They had a lot of RPGs this time, but like it's random shit, you know, not triple A titles in their in their direct. Um, so it definitely pads out time. RPG, RPG. Ooh, new Mario course, Pikmin Four. What the? F- <laughs> yeah. So, but um, I really don't have anything else. Uh, do you? I don't. I don't have anything else for these news segments. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, time to get into the actual, the actual get into content. the actual episode. But before we do, we always have to remember to take part in Vincent's favorite segment. Vincent found some random weird science facts. And today, unfortunately, I could not find anything whole related. Um, I apologize that this creates a plot hole for the series, but in its stead, uh, scientists have created cyborg cockroaches. Oh. Um, Uh-oh. Now, oh, no. don't start freaking out. Uh, don't don't hop on your tables. They're fine. They're not being released into the wild yet. Yes. But they are being adorned with uh, little lithium uh, solar cells <laughs> that are rechargeable uh, via solar panels, trackers, as well as remote controls. Um, on them so that people can properly monitor where they are, um, see what radiation levels are looking like, because cockroaches are very resistant to radiation. Um, so they're going to, at some point, be able to release these uh, to be able to check um, check radiation levels for places like Chernobyl and other places that have had uh, horrible um, nuclear accidents to be able to check on just everything to see whether it's safe to go back in or not uh, and other things like that. This isn't the first time that this kind of stuff has happened um, because huh. there have been like uh, snakes and ants that have had this kind of um, stuff put on them to be able to track stuff uh, in places that humans can't normally go. But still interesting nonetheless that they chose to um, use a horrifying monstrosity of a creature. Yeah, I... Oh, man. This is... This kind of made me uneasy. Um... Oh. Checking rad levels with roaches. Interesting. Getting closer and, and closer to Fallout. all I've got. I don't know about you. Do you have anything else to add? No. Uh, thank you guys for listening to our hour plus long news segment uh this episode uh we don't have anything else like you said before we just wanted to go over all the stuff that was announced 
Um, so much happened. So much stuff, and we didn't even. Oh, I actually, all of I actually, I actually have some some more stuff. Uh, oh, awesome. To to end off this is just some anime news stuff that I care about. Uh, One Piece film Red is apparently. Uh, let me get it up real quick. Uh, November fourth is when its U.S. release will be out, and. Bleach's newest arc, the latest adaptation that's going to finish out the series, uh, is going to be premiering August or October tenth. Uh, that's all I have. So, um, yeah, I mean, if that's all we have got, thank you guys for listening. Uh, download and share uh, the episode if you liked it. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can always register set our Twitter handles. I am at lying underscore mask. I am Vincent Barlow 8. And you can contact either of us or get in touch with the show at DomesticBFPod on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Ultimate Maverick X for our art. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Tune in next episode. See you, beautiful people.